0: Hello everyone, my name is Ricardo Lino and I'm a Wheel Addict. Welcome to episode 42 of the Skate Talks with a Wheel Addict. Today we're going to be talking about what do pro skaters really deserve. Do they get it or not? Well... I guess you're thinking about money, <laughs> we might talk about the money that the pro skaters make or not, but that's not the main thing we're going to talk today, we're actually going to be talking about something else. But to talk about that something else, I got my co-host that has been with me over the last couple of episodes, straight from Poland, the biggest skate kick that I know, Kamil Czure. How are you doing, Kamil?
1: i yeah, doing pretty well. How about you?
0: I'm good, I'm good. I'm actually very excited. So for those of you watching this at home, before we starting this, I uh, was speaking with Kamal and I'm going to send you a, a link, but you cannot watch it. You're going to need to watch it when we're recording because I want your reaction to the first two clips of this. So please, you can watch it now. It's about a video that me and Janice filmed yesterday. You can just watch it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm just waiting. Let's see.
1: <laughs> yeah, like man, open uh, <laughs> opened up the video and uh, do do these things have like a, a pivot in in those little tracks, like? There's no trucks. Okay, let
0: me explain what it is. So basically, here's the thing. One of the things that I want to do with my YouTube channel, it's to reinvest whatever money I make from Google Ads back into making other videos. Let's be honest here. If you look at the biggest YouTube channels, that's exactly what they do. If you look at one of the YouTube channels that grew the most, it's called MrBeast. And that's exactly what it does. Obviously, it works (laughs) in millions I don't make millions out of YouTube or anything like that. But whatever I do, I want to put it back into making stuff that it can be appealing for the channel. So what happened was 40 days ago, because there was the time waiting that I had, the time that I had to wait for this to be here, I ordered some shoes that when you kick, the wheels come out. And there's no trucks. That's exactly what Camel was asking if there's trucks on it. There's no trucks. Those things are like you're gonna need to watch the video and should be out hopefully later this week we recorded but, it yesterday but it was just fun i just wanted i wanted you to see it because it just i didn't knew if it was possible to do that thing just the first trick so whoever was watching but this
1: janice janice <laughs> is doing pretty well on those i i would say like she's handing herself well like the first clip with her, like, doing pretty smooth moves. It's, it's impressive considering that these things have no meaning of turning properly. She's
0: a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> She's a wizard. But you, if you watch the last clip of the intro, she just fell. She ate shit. Basically, what happened was I told her, let's go down. And then when... After the, the little thing that was just a road, you turn left and you go against the wall. Yeah. But she felt like she was going too fast, so she got scared to go against the wall, so she kept on going. Then when she wanted to turn, in, there were some opened windows, and she was scared of falling into someone's house. So she just felt like a dead body. It was just way too funny. We didn't record a dead body falling, but we recorded the sound, and it's just, it's just too funny. You yeah. need to listen to that later. Anyway... <laughs> What we're going to be talking today, let's get on topic. (laughs) Yeah, we're
1: going to talk today about uh, skaters, pro skaters, or maybe just very, very good skaters not getting what they deserve. And I would say the overexposure of uh, other people, you know, like basically milking the cow, I would say. (laughs) Uh, I think that this is a good term to use.
0: I understand, but I'm going to be probably I'm going to be not on the other side from what you're saying, um, but I'm going to be justifying some of the actions that some of the skate companies have been doing. Uh, Basically, just simplifying to everyone listening to this. Imagine, I'm just going to give you an example. One of the best European skaters of all time is for sure from Holland and his name is Van Bookerst. And this is one of those guys that Camille really <laughs> gets somehow, in, uh, maybe I, yeah, the word is not shouldn't be pissed, but he gets a bit sad that this guy during his all skate career, he's been one of the longest pro skaters of all time. Like the, One of the pro skaters doing it for the longest period of time and he had one pro Skate and then there's other yeah, guys basically
1: stole stole that topic from me because I wanted to talk
0: about it. I know, sport. I know, no, no. I'm <laughs> just sorry, I'm, I was just introducing the topic and maybe I spoke about it, but just for people to know what we're talking about. But yeah, please let, please develop, <laughs> go for it.
1: So, okay, so the, as we are on topic of Sven, like Sven is, um, I, I don't know how long he's been skating for rollerblade, but. I think that is at least 30 years now. And, uh, you know, like...
0: 30 guy, years on Rollbet? Is, the, is, is the he the from greatest. the 90s? I know that he's from the 90s. Maybe 25, huh? I remember Sven. Yeah, uh, 25, yeah. yeah I, I remember him competing on one of the first Bercy competitions. And I remember him doing True Spin Fish Brands on the very first Bercy... I think he was on the very first Bercy competition that people could barely do. Grinds. They could do grinds. Uh, Randy Spader could do 270 backpacks. Either. Yeah, he was that good. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, like okay. So let's say about 25 years, and um all of this time he's been loyal to the company. Like he never, like never ever went to any other brand uh, to skate for any other brand. He's
0: he didn't even have a frame the sponsor. Funny enough. Funny enough, it was full-on 100% rollerblade. He never had a clothing sponsor that I know of, like a, por- a proper one, or a wheel sponsor. Or It was 100% rollerblade. It's true.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, you have like amazing skater who is like super loyal to the brand and... Uh, furthermore, he's one of the, I would say, more versatile skaters overall, because he's not only killing it on street, but he's equally skilled on vert, which is rare nowadays, I would say, and wasn't that.
0: He was the last European champion, if I'm not mistaken. He was the last European
1: champion. Yeah, and he's the only skater in the history to um, take what was called like the three point crown yes so so he won the three biggest competitions in one year like he was the only one to do this this was the back in the day when the asa was the thing and i think the extreme games also had the inline in there so Mm -hmm. yeah so sven was the only guy to ever pull it off like no one so uh, what was the
0: tree? Was it the I ASA it finals? In. The X Games? Did you won the Nice 2 or the Lausanne? I don't remember him winning Lausanne.
1: I, I don't remember. Uh, also, uh, mm, let me just quickly
0: Google it. Okay, I know there um, used to be a competition called the 3B, 3- which is blades, bikes, and boards um but i don't remember what would have been the other one that was so important i think the most important would be
1: so so he won yeah you tell me so in 2000 he won Uh, in 2000 he won every contest he participated in (laughs) including the x Games, gravity games and the world championships so yeah so 2000 was the
0: yeah it was the gravity games that we were talking about then yeah
1: yeah, like like 2000 was a year in which Sven dominated the scene. Like there was no better skater than him, and what they did, nothing. Like they have not given him. But you know what? I not taking
0: this any. Was... Sorry, not taking any shine away from him. But that that was the year that Rollerblade was... And I, again, this is not me defending Rollerblade. This is not me defending Sven or not defending anyone. I actually love what Sven does and what he's been doing over the last couple of years. But the year of 2000 was when Rollerblade was investing very hardly in street. They had Santiago Aspurua, Frankie Morales, Alex Brosco. They were trying to come out with um, with a solo... No, not the solo. What was the skate? The... Um... The one, the TRS. They had the TRS skate. Yeah, that's when the TRS yeah. came out. And uh, they, they, had the.
1: Yeah. But man, like it, uh, I think that 2002. But, but they gave like two pro models of the TRS skates to Alex Brosko. Uh, three years later, so Alex Brosko had a pro model in 2004 and 2005. If I recall correctly, yes, and Frankie Morales also sure, had one. And the, yeah, and Frankie Morales also had one. So uh, back in the day, there was a saying that uh, the only real pro is from U.S. Like the, the scene was so uh, U.S. focused back day. I would say like, and if you ask with uh, with guys from players from. Uh, I heard this from, from them that um, this, this was the thing, like people were considering only the US pro riders who yes. get a paycheck.
0: I'll a give you a good pro, example. Not,
1: not people from, from them. I'll give Europe. you another
0: good example, which also includes <laughs> Rollerblade, John Elliott. John Elliott used to skate for Rollerblade. John Elliott, a lot of people might not know, is from Austria. And he lived in Austria until he was like, I don't think, I think early 20s or right before his early 20s. And when he moved to the US, he ended up meeting Brian Schema. Brian Schema introduced him to Razors and he ended up having a pro model skate from Razors. More than one. He actually had two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he had two pro models from Razors, but he never had a pro model from Rollerblade and he was on Rollerblade for quite a bit of time too. So... Yeah, I, I full-on yeah. understand what you're saying. But at the same time, also, the 2000s was the the era that y- being a pro skater for ASA was slowly starting to come down. I think that was also somehow when the, the numbers on the X Games started going down. That's obviously why it came out or whatever. But at the same time, street skating was still on the on the rise somehow. I wouldn't say on the rise, but it was still shining, you know? So the other guys would be the guys that would have the video parts on the most important videos, like FOR2 for Frankie Morales or uh, Alex Brosco was starting to be on every magazine and everything. And yeah, maybe because of the location, probably it's the only way yeah, to, like to find to explain. My,
1: maybe rollerblades also have, um also have uh, like the language barrier in mind like uh, this fan when he was younger he was not speaking english very well yes and maybe that was was the reason why they didn't gave him a pro skate back then but even later when uh, he was with the uh, with the royal blade after the merge with the uh, nordica group uh, with, with Technica under the mm-hmm. uh, Nordica group. Because first was,
0: first was Benetton. First Rollerblade was Benetton. Yeah.
1: yeah, so so he was still with them and uh, they started doing the pro models um, one more time uh, with the uh, Rollerblade solo uh, RG the first. Mm-hmm. Rap, uh, has Robert Guerrero? Like, yes. Yeah he received like three pro models from my plate in total mm-hmm. and over the same time frame i would say sven received just one and the skate was for me it was over overwhel- uh, underwhelming because uh, the rg skate was uh, all of the pro models of of ropes were like uh, the premium models you you could say they had the blank liner uh the premium parts and so on and uh, the Svenskate, on the other hand, was more like the basic solo model, uh, mm-hmm. just with a different colorway. So even though that he got uh, his pro model in the end, like it, it wasn't, it didn't feel, felt like a, a real deal for me. Like, I understand. like they didn't, didn't uh, give him enough, I would say, reward from what he's been doing for for the brand and there is also another example of skater who was and most likely is um, loyal to the Royal Blade brand for a long 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 time and I'm pretty sure that uh, you know him uh, he's a free skater Ben Brillant you know the guy yeah, yeah of course
0: I know Ben of course I know Ben
1: yeah so so Ben is another of of those people who were doing a tremendous job for the brand over the years. He was basically the ca- cameraman of uh, Greg hey. Zoyan, but yes. also yeah, but but also he um, he filmed a lot of promotional stuff uh, with Red Blade Twister for Red Blade, and he was appearing in a lot of the promotional materials. So. Um, the, here comes the milking the cow thing, like mm-hmm. I would say, so the uh rollblade tried to make as much money on the Gregg's personal brand as they could, obviously they released the two uh fusion promoters and then uh, the Metroblade promoter, mm-hmm. and uh, then they have stopped doing that, and I thought that Ben maybe finally. Uh, the, um, the skater to receive the promo from them, them next, especially that uh, the rumors were starting to float that the uh, rollerblade is working on the new hard boot which materializes the twister edge mm-hmm. but instead of uh, going with Ben, they made a pro model of Dennis and I can
0: explain it, you all nothing, that and I'm going to come in defense I, on rollerblade here <laughs>
1: I have I have nothing against Danny but, I know I know uh, con- but considering that how, for how long Ben was working with Royal Blade and what amazing job he was doing like uh, I I feel like he should be the next in line after Greg to receive the promoter. Yes. not not Danny
0: okay so let's talk a bit about that let's get let's go back to Sven Let's go back to Frankie Morales. Let's go back to Alex Brosco and then obviously Greg, Ben, and now Danny. And we're obviously talking about the rollerblade marketing. But before talking about rollerblade, let's talk about marketing in general. Why do skaters get pro skates? Obviously, it's, um, it's a marketing tool. And a lot of times we see it as a motivational tool for the skaters. And that's more the part that you are actually touching but from the marketing point of view it's numbers they won't return so what happens is that a lot of times there's skaters that are connected to a brand but they obviously they don't have the same engagement with the with the skaters out there they don't sell the same if we can say the word sell as others a good example would be like if you look at and this is not a, a show off on Instagram or anything like that but you, you're going to look at at Frankie Morales, even if it's not 100% skate-related or if, you, if you're if going to look at Alex Brosco Instagram, even if back then there wouldn't be an Instagram, and if you look at Sven's Instagram, the type of people that follow them and the craziness about them, it's not the same. So that's probably one of the reasons. And yes, they want, both are American, Frankie and Alex and Sven is not. But both are American, but both are a lot more liked, if you can say, a lot more, they have a lot more really loyal fans than actually Sven used to. Probably, as you said before, the language barrier might have been one of those, because I remember a lot of Portuguese people going to Lausanne or even going to Bercy to see the competition and coming back, talking about Sven. But there was never a guy that that I remember from back then that came and said, like, ah, we had like a day with Sven and it was this and that. But if someone would ever be with Frankie Morales in the Montpellier competition, they would come back and they say, say, oh, I was with him and we did this. You know, it's somehow people wanted to be with them and wanted to be like them. And I'm not saying it's better or worse, because obviously Sven was always like the clean cut guy. And that's why he fits so good on rollerblade. And that's why I also understand what you're saying. Now, bringing back to the free skating, Basically, the reason why Greg got two skates, and in my opinion, he should actually add more. It was three. He, he, three, he was the only guy that was actually not the only, but like the main guy, the main face of free skating. Before people actually started using it, before PowerSlide uh, Power Slide started pushing the urban skating in that sense, because most of the brands were actually pushing slalom skating. And then I remember somehow Anthony Finocharo with the other French guy, uh, Pierre, started going to India to make those videos and going to Canada to make some videos. And then the guys from Mushroom Blading started making some big wheel videos. And all that started bringing the big wheel trend. But the truth is, Greg was on it way before. Together with, I remember him, and Neo man skating, like Neoman skating on the Salomon FSKs, skating like big wheels back then, like I'm talking about late 90s, and they're skating like proper good, doing the type of slides that some people can't even do now. Then, back then, Greg started creating a fan base. And it's crazy, because when when Greg, when a lot of people speak about what are their favorite skaters, how many people still say, Greg, and I'm not saying still as a bad thing, it's just because Greg, even if I'm pretty sure he's skating very consi- on a very consistent basis because he's just amazing and he's the type of guy that loves skating, but maybe if he doesn't put as much content as other skaters out there, people still love him for what he's done. Now, Ben, I'm not saying yeah. Ben never did it, huh? of course Ben did it, but maybe because he was behind the camera, didn't get the same shine
1: yeah like but he, ben was also doing a lot of uh, his own stuff and um actually uh, like the free skating in the 90s and early 2000s was the the center of the free skating scene on, on the Paris. world you can say was was, was Paris France and uh, there was there was greg and ben was also skating at the same time in their and uh, there was also another guy uh he was uh, filming the videos with yes the he made what's over. his
0: name I met him at Ispo in the same year that I met you at Ispo he was there um yes. he was working at Roller Warehouse uh, no at uh, what's the name of the shop in the shop in Paris he was, he was working in a shop in Paris maybe i don't know if he was Nomad but there was a shop in Paris where he was working yeah
1: to, uh, Maybe not much, not much shop. Yeah, so so they were putting out the video content, and uh, you know, when I got interested in the free skating, like um, the Ben was always one of the f- faces of the free skating for me, among uh, uh, alongside Greg, of course. Yeah, but that was
0: and, the thing, he was alongside, you, you know? know, so if Rollerblade could have choose only one, or if they were like on a limited budget which I don't think they did. I think they always choose one person to work on their image and that's what they're doing with Danny. That's basically it. For yeah, the, I think and with and Danny is, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, with Danny it's amazing and I really like Danny but when this whole cooperation with Danny has started like Danny was Danny was a complete unknown for me, for for example, and a lot of other skaters I was speaking mm-hmm. to, like they didn't really know the guy from the free skating scene because Danny has, uh, from from what I know, he has aggressive background. Yes, uh, Danny skate not, everything.
0: Not... Danny can skate yeah, everything, not... even quads.
1: Yeah, I know, <laughs> but but not he he was he was not as strongly associated with the free skating as Ben. So. For me, it was kind of like uh, a bit strange to see that Danny has received a Pro Skate, uh after such a short time with uh, with putting out the content for the company and not burn. But you know, like that's that's their decision, and of obviously um, you always need to keep in mind the sales of the products, mm. uh, but. When you put things that way, um, don't you think that releasing the the same pro model, uh, sorry, the pro model after pro model for the same skater kind of gets market oversaturated?
0: Like no, I will explain you that. Is... I will bring another brand into the mix to tell you that. But before that, let me just tell you about Danny. One last thing about Danny. So this is an interesting fact. The first time I met Danny was about... Four years ago, I went to the Roller Dance Barcelona, and then he was actually in Barcelona in one of his first times that he stayed for a little bit of a longer period of time. And I was skating at that skate park in Marbella, Marbella Skate Park, and he just showed up and we started talking. I had no idea who the guy was. And he just came to me. I was skating on quad. He was like, yeah, I skated those the other day. Just check this. And they show me himself doing a fast slide. He was like, yeah, that's the English guy, he skates good on quads, but I didn't really realize. And then suddenly, Janice was with me and she came like, "Look at that guy skating." And then we stopped for a little bit. He was skating some Valo skates with 72 mm wheels. He was basically he was one of the back then he was already an aggressive skating ska- skater skating with big wheels. Even when he skated the A's, he skated a lot of time with the big wheel A's. But his skill was completely different from any other aggressive skater he could you could see that he could fly he had all those grabs he had his own style and then if you look at the style nowadays like the dressing style with kids like the music and everything he basically has everything and I, i guess that's why rollerblade chose him and i fully fully understand what you mean that Ben has been there for so long and it's been just another one of those because with other companies there's more skaters like that that have been...
1: Yeah, li- exactly. Like <sighs> uh, uh, another another, uh, another example I want to bring is uh, Mary Munoz. I, sorry if I mispronounce her last name. I'm yeah, not, you said it uh, good. Mary uh, Munoz. <laughs> yeah. So she was on Rollerblade. She's now on the uh, USD slash slide, And you know, like, i'm wondering if she will ever have her own boot because she's an amazing skater and amazing person overall and now they made a the blade I skate
0: she, <laughs> yeah and now they made a blade skate and
1: uh, you know the the fact this will go a bit uh, like uh, sidetracked but the fact that um uh, blading companies when they even make a product for uh for an aggressive female skater uh, then they tend to put out only small sizes like yeah i know what's wrong man what's wrong with guy wanting to skate a, a pro model of of a female skater man like uh, and i worry that for example if mary would ever get the pro model that would the same thing could would happen like they they would only release my sizes and i would totally buy her pro model to support her but you know like if yeah i think it but it's uh, also
0: something that a lot of the guys wouldn't but i I understand what you mean it it totally makes sense The, the skate should come as any other pro skater so that they make the same amount and that She could actually get the same realities by selling the same amount of skates, but the thing also is they they probably wanted to make um, Ayan and that's not the skate that she skates, and that's probably one of the reasons why she didn't got the skate. I am not one hundred percent sure, but I also saw that Nick Lomax got a a free skate. I think it's I don't know if it's the (laughs) next or the it's the Zoom skate. I think, and I was I'm going to be honest with you, I was totally expecting. To see a Lorenzo Goslandi pro skate, and I, I'm still waiting. Uh, man, like I, <laughs> I know that this,
1: I, I know that this was in the works, and that's it. I don't know anything else. I like, know, I know it's in the uh, works. I speak
0: with Lorenzo often still, and but that's why yeah, I said like, I said I was expecting to see it, which you can still come.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Like uh, Nick receives the pro model year after year, like year after year they put out the. The USD uh, Aeon, Uh, and before that he got the Thrones and uh, um, even the uh, USD Realm skates. So he get a shit ton of uh, pro skates from the power already. But now let's be honest
0: here: who puts the most content? One who puts the most content that it's likable. I mean, like content that people actually follow. You look at his social media accounts. And you see the engagement that he has it's it's the it's basically one of the skaters that is growing the most and he, people engage with him and like yeah, what man. he does and they sell
1: Yeah man but I'm not saying that uh, that he doesn't deserve it Yeah but I know <laughs> I'm not say, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that companies should stop doing that but maybe they can throw a bone to other skaters from time to time you know like uh, even those who get less exposure but are still great great skaters and people still like them maybe not as much people are following them but even if the skate will came out it will be like pretty unique skate because you know
0: I think there is something that we could be talking here too that is very interesting I
1: would even. I would I would say like, I would uh, for sure if Royal Blade would release like one of Ben Brillant's skate pro model I would buy it simply to have it in my collection <laughs> but for example if they would come back and release like another two pro models of Greg, I, I wouldn't buy those because I had one uh, GM skate before and like it's nothing new for me so like uh, i imagine for a uh, people who skate aeons right now like if you had like a pair of uh, nick aeons before and then another pair of aeons uh, with the nick signature why should you go for the third pair of aeons with the i'll nick, tell you nick why signature?
0: it's it's just with like it's basically. like the, the M12s, the, Ro- the Rose's M12s. What they're doing, it's they, they release new colors. The skates are getting a little bit cheaper. So people end up buying just to go with clothes. It's almost like shoes. Sho- sneakers are a trend and pe- people start getting the same shoe in different colors. I'm not saying it's right. Now, the thing that I wanted to bring here, it's actually from another brand. And mm-hmm. But before that, I'm going to actually speak about Nick. The thing is, Nick is actually skating the skates. He is always skating the AMs, and just like the other brand that I've, I'm going to talk, I'm pretty sure that his skates are some of the skates that sell the most. Most of the times, what happens is that this has been a problem for quite a, quite some time, which is the pro skaters get a the, the skaters get a pro skate, and then they give up on the brand. It happened a couple of times, like like really yep. a couple of times. And while to- one of the persons that told me this was also the person that told me that the skate that he had that sold the most was the Aragon Skate. And that was obviously Andy, Andy Wagner. Andy. I was like in Andy's house about five years ago. We were supposed to start a Pegs brand for the bikes that I used to. To, to, to ride a lot, the fixed gear bikes. And we wanted <laughs> to start a PEGS brand that would be for bikes and scooters and all that. So he invited me to go to his place in the coast of San Diego. We stayed together. We, sp- we spoke a lot about a lot of things. And back then he told me that Aragon was not living in California anymore. That's when he went back to Colorado. But they still released the Aragon 6. That was the last pro model. No, that was about the time of the Aragon 5 or the Aragon 6. I think, I don't remember if it was the time of the Aragon 5 or the Aragon 6. But he actually told me that the reason why they make it, it's obviously because it's a skate that sells. And even if the skater is not as active, sometimes for the brands, are ve- it's very hard to, to give the bone to a guy if the product is not going to sell. Maybe, maybe a good solution would be what USD did in the early days when it when it was the in the early days of the Gryken skate. I don't know if you remember the Gryken skate, but...
1: I know how it looks like, but... Okay, the
0: Gryken was the previous <laughs> seven, but the, 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 the yep. Gryken, the project with the Gryken was to make, to give a pro model to local distributors. So you had. Um, the Thai basset skate coming out in the UK. You had, a, I think there was an Evgeny skate. I'm not sure if there was an Evgeny skate. I think the Evgeny skate even came with some Kaiser um, leather skins on top, I, I, if I'm not mistaken. Then they had the Irish skate for Albert Thuy. That was Albert's first skate. Some of them ended up selling internationally because the names grew a lot. Others, they never really grew that much. So the skate... Actually, only sold in those countries that were big distributors. Now, I do see every now and then some bigger skate shops making wheels. Or a couple of years ago, I remember that the shop in Spain, Inertia, made um, some skates for for Ivan Malvido in the early, like 2005, maybe in between 2005 and 2010. They made like a pro model for their skater because they thought that that, sk- that skater was very known in Spain. He wasn't getting the, the respect he deserved from the rest of the world because mainly I know Ivan very good. He doesn't really speak English probably as good as other skaters. Because of that, he doesn't engage with the other skaters as good. But he's an amazing skater that whoever knows him really... Loves what it does and probably want to support. So the local distributor find a way to support that type of project. And that could actually be something that maybe could be done. Especially if the if some distributors started getting more power. Good example. Imagine if if the numbers start going up in Poland, maybe in Poland they can make a pro model Tomo Kate. Because Tomo has been somehow on the um, power slide thing for a bit. Since he he left Remedies, he's been on either USD or God's now back in USD. But he's been the one trying to push the brand as much as he can. Probably it's not going to come a pro model internationally that fast, even if he had the pro God's will. But maybe locally they could make it and it would still sell. Instead of making maybe a, a thousand, maybe they would make 500. I don't know. It's just an idea.
1: Yeah like I think that uh, you know the only Polish skater to ever receive like a pro anything was Adam Żrawiecki and he had the the, uh, pro, the Pro Kaiser frame and but Tomo got it. the wheels Tomo was... had
0: the God's wheels now recently
1: Yeah like with like I you know like but Everyone and their mama gets the wheels these days. Like <laughs> even more obscure skaters get the get the wheels because what the wheel promoter is. Just, just a different graphics on on
0: the wheel, like uh, you know, the, you, the, it's it can be like. But that's the same that is happening with most of the inline marketing. skates. All the inline skates nowadays, all yeah. the pro models, they're pro. just different colorways. That's in in BMXing, they still call the same. Which is this is what we do. It's still called the USDAN Nick Lomax, the USDAN Sam Croft. It's not the USD Nick Lomax, you know, like like the like the the FR Eager. That's a whole model, all pro model, just for that guy. That is something yeah, that I actually appreciate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't, don't get me started with 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 Seba and FR. Like, uh, take a look what uh, what Seba and now yeah, like it's still Seba uh, did with the CJ line. Like they had uh, CJ pro model, then uh, the skate is basically the same as Igor. So it, no one. Else gets the pro model. It's just the how the model is called. But now, now the, CJ the, different,
0: different, uh? the, C- the CJ and the Igor, they're different, huh? The the CJ. like there are different different skates, but the the same concept.
1: Uh, one skater is associated with this model, and nobody else. Ah yes, gets yes, yes. Names, yes, yes on, on Like Anthony Potier
0: doesn't get the pro skate and all that. I get it.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. So so Tony, in my opinion. Tony should get some kind of a pro skate from either Seba or FR, whatever. But by now, but but he didn't. Even though I personally not a fan of this guy, I can appreciate his skill and he for sure deserved it. Uh, so yeah, like um, CJ now will have three different versions of the skate: the plastic-based. One the carbon-based one and the carbon-based without with the separate liner one.
0: Mm-hmm. So the deluxe like, or something like that.
1: The, like the the whole deal about pro skate, in my opinion, should be that it should reflect the setup that the rider skates. And uh, in aggressive, in particular, this was visible with the collaborations between the companies. When, for example, the skate got released with the uh, another brand. I
0: can tell frame. you the Abdel Goldberg oh, we, USD Tron or the Dominic Sagona USD Tron with physics frames and rain liners and whatever.
1: Exactly, but but now uh, you have like three different models with the CJ name on, the, on on them. Like so, which one of those versions is preferred by CJ anyway? <laughs> yeah, another question so that I have for you:
0: Do you prefer to see three models with CJ name? If the skate was made for him, or would you prefer to see a SX, which is basically the exact same skate just in a different colorway, and that he doesn't get any profit out of it?
1: So, Mel, in ideal world, uh, the profit margin on just one model alone would be so high that he would get even on this. Like, uh, because I, I doubt, I highly doubt that they actually made uh more quantity of uh, those models like it's it's for sure it isn't like the quantity of the older cj model times three you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. probably try to uh, diversify. diversify more diverse Mm. yeah exactly but uh, i i'm gonna
0: be honest with you i think they actually been refining somehow even if we don't know what happened there. I, I know some things which we already spoke about it, but it doesn't matter. The, but the truth is, I'm not 100% sure if they knew what they were getting into when they got into the first CJ skate. The way that it flew around the world and the, the whole marketing put on around that skate. A lot of people back then used to say that they didn't really knew what numbers would be doing with an aggressive skate. Now, it's been, I don't know, maybe over 10 years or maybe almost 10 years, close to 10 years. I think we've been, yeah, like eight years or something like that. And about this time, they should at least know what numbers they should do of each skate. So it should be a bit more refined because I know there's still some models of the first one. In fact, my only CJ skates that I have for the Wizard Frames, they're the first ones and I bought them I actually got them last year at the factory, about one year ago. So, and they're still selling those. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing with with Seba and CJ, like I, I remember, there was a lot of the hype when the Seba entered the aggressive, and you know, like the people on the BMAC forum were all over like yeah like the seba will bring the big bucks into the roleblading they will revitalize the aggressive they will have more people on the team they will fly the cj all over the world and i was like that's bullshit. like simply they they won't do any of it like and i was right <laughs> you know so but then you they, know what they, but at they, the they...
0: same time they stick to it with their pros somehow yeah, like, and they tried to work the image of their pros they're like they have, what's the name of the guy from from Paris Um he's amazing he was a young guy that I remember uh, Anthony was posted something the other day about him ah damn it I really know I don't remember his name right I, now he skates with I the flat say, frames too he's amazing
1: I don't say uh, I don't know the name but
0: you know who he is, is right he yeah, I know
1: no who he is, but uh, I cannot recall the name. But uh, I think that he maybe received the uh, wheel from the from the Seba or FR. Uh, Anthony for sure received the wheel, but I think that this French skater also received the wheel from from Seba. Uh,
0: I was so, actually yeah, I'm so... actually on the website trying to look for. The name of it, and I can't find it he, there was a video of him skating with the FR1 deluxe. I really don't remember, but what I was going to tell you is that they they when they got this guy at first, he was good, but not as good as he is now, and what I'm trying to say is that they actually get their skaters and they keep their skaters for the longest period of time, which I really appreciate like what they did with with cJ and with Anthony Anthony was already obviously amazing, and this guy was obviously. Also amazing. Otherwise, they wouldn't pick him up. But the thing is, the skaters stay lo- loyal. Now, I don't understand where CJ is at the moment because yeah, I see I see Seba, and then at the same time I see Anthony. So Anthony would be the main face for for FR aggressive. It seems like FR is investing hardly in the UFS. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's just aggressive, but in the UFS market, so yeah, they might have plans for that. My, more UFS But I also saw the Leon yeah, skate. Like, you saw the Leon skate. Uh, which one? The Leon. Uh,
1: the, um, the Leon Basin skate. Yeah, like yeah. I haven't saw the skate. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> not not seen any leaks of it. Like no, you can. You can. I L- can
0: send. You, I can send it to you. It's if you saw if you saw any the Sean the Sean Unwin from Shop Task video. On his yeah, last video, which yeah, you can just—if you just—if you pause it, that's what but, a real skate geek does. Come on, if you just stop it, you pause it, you, pause it, you print screen, and then you zoom in, <laughs> and you yeah, can see but, it. Uh,
1: but you know, like I—I uh, haven't watched those videos that uh, that pay, uh, I would say I wasn't paying that much attention, but I saw that uh, in some scenes when like the, when they are sitting. Somewhere the skates are blurred. So, yeah, yeah, but that's so on Instagram. I, but
0: I, I can show it. I'll send it to you later. Basically, it seems like it's um, it's a skate. Very, you know what? I think it's the CJ version of uh FR skate because CJ is a silver skate, and then uh-huh. there is um, <laughs> there is a FR skate. It's the UFS. It's the UFS carbon skate from FR and from what I I saw it doesn't seem like it has that uh, 45 degree ratchet buckle in the same way like not a plastic one it seems more like the um, uh what's the name the the sebastian the sebastian one that has like a flap like a leather flap that goes on top do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. to 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 keep the heel in place and it's it looks like a, a lower profile skate that is basically it looks like a lower profile UFS boot somehow similar to the from what I saw it looks a bit similar to the to the CJ from Seba and it, it's even gray the first ones that I saw which I thought it was interesting
1: <laughs> yeah and when uh, going a little bit back in our discussion because I just remember something uh, when we were talking about um, the releasing the skates for the local riders, mm-hmm. um, I remember that Rollerblade actually did such thing once. Uh, I don't know, remember which year was that, but they had the US only uh, David Sizemore customized um, solo skate. So this was basically black solo skate, if I recall correctly. With um, with a grey TRS cuff, so the cuff was different,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and this this came only in the U.S. So Redblade did such thing in the past uh, for David Sizemore, and um, there was also uh, another skater receiving a, a skate from a local brand in Brazil from Traxart, Fabiola de Silva. Mm -hmm. And she actually received a free skate from TaxArt. Not the aggressive skate, but the free skate. And um, her comments on that were because when this came out, a lot of people worldwide were uh, like, uh, why uh, didn't you get the proper aggressive skate? And she was like, the goal was to create like a more price point, entry-level skate for kids to put, uh, the kids on the skate because she like is the local superstar in there from what I understand and like a lot of kids look up to her so yeah like it, this totally makes sense.
0: Yes I, I think, I think so this... it's like she, no, she's more of a, of a skate hero not specifically an aggressive skate hero. She, people look at her and think yeah. uh, look at her and think of inline skates not specifically of aggressive inline skates so it only makes sense.
1: Yeah, like and uh, this this came from the same uh, same idea I think that um, when the Montre got his uh, first us this way pro model like everyone was why do, do you go why are you going with the um, the entry level boot for a pro model and for me such thing makes a lot so this we... means that yeah. more people can pick up this boot and actually use it. So, um, even for from the financial perspective, from for skater, uh, it may mean that more units will sell and uh, that the skater will make more money on this boot than on the, high, than on the high-end boot. So yeah. So yeah. That, in that uh, sense, I think I'm... it's very
0: smart. That's
1: so yeah the, the same the same thing like with what uh, they did with the Chris Farmer uh, sway pro model right now. obviously this is massively upgraded so like with the coming with the chrome liner uh, and all that stuff like so more, more expensive than the basic um, basic sway skate, but at the same time it's still generally affordable I would say for for a pro model skate.
0: Yeah, I gotta agree with you on that one. <laughs> and now I was still looking here. I was trying to find the name of the skater from Paris. I can't find his name. And I'm getting frustrated about it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, all good. It's so all yeah, good.
1: like so mate, maybe we'll wrap it up. Like I think that we could discuss the subject for for hours. So my take on, on this this thing is that even though i know that the pro skates are most of the time released for the financial reasons
0: mm-hmm. like
1: because those skates sells it wouldn't hurt really like if the companies would just skip maybe one year of releasing the well-known skater pro skate when we have like five or six years in a row uh, having the promoters models coming from them and Give the pro model to someone else, like maybe uh, a person with the less following, uh, uh, less followers base, but, you know, like still a great skater, a great human being overall, because there are a lot of like people. Yes. I understand what you mean.
0: I understand what in you mean. This
1: yeah. And, the, and they risk the same for the sake of the, of the brand with their own health because especially in aggressive skating we uh, cannot forget that this is pretty dangerous sport like they risk the same so i think that it would be good to just reward them from time to time you know
0: i understand what you mean I, at the same time from working with brands like power slide as you know that i did i also know the other side of it which is the skaters and a lot of times and i'm not talking about about Nick or any skater in particular but sometimes with some of those skaters it's and I'm not talking about Nick specifically it's like taking care of babies when people are actually like the the team managers and it's sometimes it's very very tricky because all you need is to say you as a brand to say a word for people to to start um threatening that they feel like they have the power to threaten you Say that they're gonna lose, they're gonna um abandon the brand, and that's when Janice yeah, would like say the, they need to to maybe just jump off the, the horse because yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not going yeah, anywhere, like, it's just skating. Like,
1: and, <laughs> and you know, like people are oft, quite often abandoning the brand, like the most recent, um, the most recent um, thing with. Roaches and man, I cannot believe I forgot his name.
0: Which one, Martin Martin you know, or Chad or Joe?
1: No, with Joe, yeah. So, this was a yes, with uh, with Joe, uh, this was a huge thing. Like, uh, the how
0: sorry, the we, we, lost like... you, we lost you, we lost it for a second. It was a huge thing. Now.
1: Yeah, it was a huge thing thing how he left the brand, like caused a lot of commotion, uh, I would say. But in the past, we also seen that when, for example, Don Bembrick left the Razors and then he received the skate from USD and barely did any promotional Mm -hmm. material for the (laughs) skate from USD. And yeah, and then... We have Matthew Ledo, who was like a very good skater, obviously, but he received a pro model and like it was a complete radio silence from him then. Like he wasn't.
0: It happened a couple of times, people getting a pro model and then just disappearing. It happened a lot. Disappearing, yeah. Yeah, it just happened. Anyway, I think that's something that we can actually, (laughs) like we said, keep talking for days.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, but I final thought on this, like, for me, it is like it makes more sense to give a skate pro skate from time to time to a person that you know will stick with the brand and you know that did a great job at promoting it than to a person that is a relatively newcomer i would say like and haven't reproved really themselves for the brand like uh. this is what if i would be a people manager uh, making those decisions—that would be my train of thought. Yeah, Just saying.
0: I I agree with you, and I fully understand what you mean. At the same time, I also try to understand the part from that comes from the the brands when they they choose whoever gets their skates, um, while looking at their budget and the return that they're gonna get from each skater. But I guess like somehow it's not that we have different perspectives. We just probably see it maybe for one sees it more from the industry point of view, the other one has the skater point of view. I don't know if we can say that, but anyway, let me tell you something interesting. The name of the skater that I was telling you is Fred Bukowski, and he is actually Polish man. <laughs> he's <is> Polish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should know your Polish guys better. Yeah. Come on, he lives in paris, but he's polish
1: i i uh, but uh... I think that I have reached somewhere like he has Polish heritage, but he isn't from Poland per se. Like, so, so yeah, so a son of the immigrants or, or something like that. I don't know yeah, about like, that,
0: but he has like he, the first the first sentence on his Instagram, which is B U K O W Y W H I S K Y, and then underscore the first sentence is Polish man, and then a Polish flag so he's yeah. he 's proud of being a Polish man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we came to an end so Camel, thank you very, very much for this. We were away for a bit longer than normal, but it 's summer at the same time i don 't know about you, but i 've been super super busy, which is good. I hope you 've been busy too. <laughs> with whatever well, it is I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm super busy with work and with uh, finishing my new flat and uh, which uh, you know like it's putting on hold now but yeah like I'm, I'm busy with life too but it's yeah, always a pleasure to chat with you
0: awesome <laughs> so keep yeah. keep on being busy that's healthy somehow. <laughs> and thank you for for this. I'm going to wrap it up. So whoever is listening to this till now, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy it, maybe share it on your social media platforms. If you're watching us on on Apple Podcasts, maybe just leave us a review so that more people will get this type of podcast suggested. If you're on on Spotify, you can also follow us. And that is it all that little jazz that you need to do to listen to us more often you know we talk here it's about skating in general we try to go deep on the subjects and we're gonna get deep on another subject anytime soon so thank you for this thank you for staying there with us and you know just don't ever forget why we all started skating you know why camel <laughs>
1: sure so yeah like uh, do what ricardo said So, uh, you know, like listen to us, share uh, the links in the social media, leave us uh, a good note. Like, and uh,
0: you know why we started skating?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and keep skating, and uh, hopefully, uh, um, we'll meet on the next episode somewhere down the line. Uh, if you have any interesting topics, of course, send send them to us, uh, either to Ricardo or to myself. Uh, I think I have the Instagram account. <laughs> yes, on, you, the Instagram account is <laughs> on the description. Good,
0: yeah. Your Instagram is on the description so they can follow you. And you yeah, didn't say like, it, but I'm yeah, going to say so, it. We all started skating because it's fun. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye.